Internet Traffic Jam, episode 383. Hi, my name is Vince Reed, lead generation expert, speaker, and coach. And if you want to learn how to generate targeted leads for your business using pay-per-click marketing on a mastery level, stay tuned because I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Battle Zone edition of Internet Traffic Jam. Vince Reed here, and what you're about to listen to is a mastermind that I had with Matt and Caleb Maddox. Recently, I had the opportunity to speak at a live event with both Matt and Caleb, and they blew me away by the content that they basically provided at the event, but more importantly, their eagerness to learn. Uh, they are literally taking the online world by storm by basically providing an outlet for young entrepreneurs to find their way and parents that are looking to either one, become better entrepreneurs or to raise children to become amazing entrepreneurs. So definitely sit back and enjoy this podcast because you're going to find a lot of value. And I think if you have kids like I do, you'll find it very interesting to see some of the lessons that uh, Matt instilled in Caleb and how they're taking both of their talents to the next level. All right. So sit back and enjoy the one and only Matt and Caleb Maddox. All right, I am live with the one and only, I should say the two and only, Mr. Matt and Caleb Maddox. What's going on? Hey, what's up, bro? Looking forward to hanging with you today. And <laughs> everybody that's watching, thank you for watching. Yeah, honored yeah. to be on here. You know, we were just talking to Vince before this. By the way, let's clap it up. I know, like, nobody can clap because this is like a virtual thing. But <laughs> in, behind the screen, clap it up for Vince. Vince is an awesome dude. We had the privilege speaking with him in Vegas. Great guy. We were just talking before this about all the awesome people that he's interviewed and interviewing on here. So we're honored to, uh, to be a part of that list. So good. Yeah, dude, I, 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 listen, we, when we found out we were speaking in Vegas, um, I heard a lot of people brag on you and you're one of the masters of marketing. Like, you know, you're at like Kobe Bryant level of marketing. So, uh, you know, when we found out you were speaking in Vegas, I was like, dude, Vince Reed's speaking here. And I was like, dude, I don't care what it takes. We're taking that dude to, to Starbucks, lunch, breakfast, dinner. So I don't care if he's available at 3 a.m. We got to go to the airport. We are picking his brain, man. So we're excited about this. Yeah, and that was fun. I had a great time speaking with you guys. And you did awesome, Caleb. I was there the whole time and just control the crowd. And, all, and I'm excited you're going to be speaking at our event this year as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So do me this favor. Give everyone who maybe are living under a rock, if they don't know who you guys are, give us the quick, like, Cliff Notes version of your story, how you got started, and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, my name is Matt Maddox. I'm obviously Caleb's dad. Very proud of that. I mean, there's really nothing else that I could ever tell you that would even equal how proud I am of this accomplishment right here. Uh, mainly our relationship and the character that he's developed. But, hey, I'm the author of five books, and uh, I've been an international speaker for 20 years and uh, have built over 31 companies. 21 of them were epic failures, but the 10 of them that were successful have given me a life of freedom and peace and happiness. And uh, now we're just traveling the world together, having a blast, literally living the dream life. Yeah, it's a That's blessing. Awesome. My, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know who I am, uh, nice to meet you, first of all. My name is Caleb Maddox, 15 years old, and I like to consider myself the world's leading success, success expert for kids. So I run the number one movement on the planet for kids when to become successful. It's called Sumo Success. I was also voted in the top 20 most motivational people on the planet, top 30 entrepreneurs under 30. I've had videos with over 18 million views. Uh, and I get to live a life that honestly I never could have dreamed of, like traveling the world, going to places like London, Sydney, Australia, New York City, Los Angeles, California, doing what I love doing, getting paid to do it. I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
And uh, yeah, that's who that's who we are right there. And we're the we're the team Maddox duo. So it's a blessing to to get to work alongside the greatest down the planet. And it's such an awesome awesome dynamic. I mean, I took when we we took a picture in Vegas, and I took a picture of you and put it on social media. I said, I hope my kid. Um, you know, grows up and is like, you know, Caleb, but that's a testament to you, Matt. So I have two questions. So I'm going to basically break it up. My first one is going to be for you, Matt. And then my second one is going to be for you, Caleb. So Matt, how do I do it, man? Like how, what's the secret to, I mean, I know we're talking business, but obviously um, Caleb has taken a lot of what you taught him and he's gone on, I mean, and done some amazing things. So for the parents out there, like myself, who have a son on the way, what are some of the lessons? And I know that that's kind of what you guys have done in business. We talked a little bit about that. You deal with a lot of the parents and helping the parents with their kids and with business. And then Matt kind of um, talks to the kids. And I think it's a great duo. So what are some tips that you could tell parents about entrepreneurship, instilling these values in their kids? Yeah, well, thank you, man. You know what? I appreciate that. And the thing I'll say real quick, Vince, is, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. I came from a broken home and I didn't have the best examples. And even when Caleb was about four years old, I went through a divorce, it was the lowest time of my life. And you know what, I tried everything. And I realized, you know what, the school wasn't gonna save us, uh, the government wasn't gonna save us. So I turned to personal development myself and I really got immersed in it. And I had just this aha of, you know what, if Caleb's gonna grow up to be a powerful kid, cause he used to be very shy and very insecure. I got him into studying Tony Robbins and personal growth books. And at first he was resistant to it, Vince. But I said, you know what, Caleb, I'll make a deal with you. I'll give you $20 for every success book you read and give me a report on it. So I started them off with The Power of Positive Thinking, Think and Grow Rich, you know, books by John Maxwell. Uh, I had him watch literally every Tony Robbins video. So be number one, I'm going to give you two more real quick. Is I'll tell the parents, like, look, you know what? Get your kids giving. Because if you can teach your kids at a young age the power of giving and serving, uh, you know, literally Caleb's entire life, every Friday morning, we were under the bridge at five o'clock in the morning, passing out Starbucks coffee, the homeless that wow. we bought and uh, taking sleeping bags, yeah. you know, and we had so much fun doing that. And then the third thing I would just tell you, Vince, is have a lot of fun. Be the most positive, enthusiastic human being that your kids ever meet because it is contagious and uh, have a lot of fun. Our home should be the happiest place in the world. Our kids should love our homes more than they love Disney World. So that's what I would say just that's off true. the cuff real quick. Man. That's interesting. So, you know, if you're home, like a lot of times kids are trying to run out the door and get away from their parents. But it seems like when you're instilling these values and when it's fun to be home, it kind of keeps them around. I like that. Make sure I remember yeah. that one. Awesome. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. So, you know, Caleb, for you, two things. How receptive were you to, you know, Tony Robbins in the beginning? And yeah. what would you tell the kids that are watching this that want to be entrepreneurs, um, some tips for them to kind of understand entrepreneurship? Because here's the deal. For now on, every kid is going to compare themselves to you, right? Mm -hmm. And what I always tell people is you really want to compete with yourself. Because if you mm -hmm. try to compare oh, yeah. yourself with someone else, it's a losing battle, right? Compete with yourself. So how, what would you tell um, those kids coming up? And then how receptive were you to all the things that your dad was instilling in you in the beginning? Yeah, for sure. Great question. First of all, I definitely agree with you on competing with yourself because even now I realize like the more successful people I hang out with, no matter how successful you become, there's always someone that you're still trying to get that edge on. Like I'll have a video, you know, that'll reach 40 million people and then one of my friends will get one that hits 170 million, you know? So like you can yeah. never, that's why it's important that you do compete with yourself. You're happy with where you're at. But to answer your question, at first I wasn't receptive at all. Like I wasn't 
uh, interested in personal growth. I was, uh, you know, not, I wasn't a super disrespectful kid, but I, I, there was a lot of things in me that would be disrespectful, that would show a bad attitude, that I didn't have confidence, I was very insecure. You know, because my parents got divorced whenever I was four years old, that really, that really got to me. Plus, I used to get picked on for a whole bunch of different stuff, like, you know, my teeth and, you know, stupid stuff that kids get picked on. So I was very insecure. And whenever my dad first introduced personal growth to me, whenever I was about seven years old, it wasn't something that I was like super excited about. And that's what you got to understand. Most parents, you know, your kids may not love it at first. Your kids may not be like, oh, this is the greatest thing of all time. Like you want them to think it is. But that's why my dad set up that, that reward that every single time I read a success book or I watch a success video. And if I learn something, I tell him what I learned, I'll give me $20 for it. So I wasn't all about personal growth, but I was all about the money, you know? So because I wanted the money, therefore I, I started, you know, watching the videos, reading the books. And after that, you know, I started to see little results. I started to see the mindset shift. I started to see other people having success. I started to see how I could have success using that and personal growth really uh it opened up my eyes to business to entrepreneurship and if i had to break down entrepreneurship for for another kid out there first of all how you doing man if i had to break it down for another kid out there i'd, I'd make it super simple a lot of people overcomplicate you got to start a tech business you got to do this it's nothing crazy like it's it's not what you think it is it's very simple you have a product and you sell it that's that's all that entrepreneurship really is if you have something and you're selling it i don't care if it's facebook that Mark Zuckerberg created, or I don't care if it's a six-year-old kid who's selling lollipops. So that's entrepreneurship at its finest. So I would say to all the kids out there, if you want money, don't be the type of kid that's, oh, well, I'll wait till I'm 30 years old, and then I'll start making money, or my parents will give me the money. Be the type of kid that realizes, you know what, I want to be an entrepreneur so I can have success long-term, and have that entrepreneur mindset. So what I like to say is when you don't know what to do, do something. So if you don't know what to sell, sell anything. Like for me, it didn't start off with me launching companies and doing social media videos. It started with me just selling erasers at school and then selling water bottles door to door and then doing this different type of stuff. So I'd say for a kid out there, what is something you can sell? Just go sell it because it's not even about the money, but it's the lessons that you're going to learn. It's the person that you're going to become. And if you don't know what to do, seriously, do something. That's, that's your best bet. Doing nothing. That's the worst thing that you can possibly do. Mm, man, you, you should know what just you should just drop the mic and leave right now. I know. In the podcast. In the podcast right now. If you guys are watching this, definitely comment. Let me know if you guys, if that made sense and, and if you got value from that. What were you going to say, Matt? Uh, Matt? Yeah, I was going to ask you a question because yeah, Caleb and I are really, yeah, we're sure. really big into mastery. And yeah. um, I told him on my 40th birthday, he asked me what my best advice for him. And I could only give him one piece of advice before I die. What would it be? And I said, I don't even have to, I don't even have to think about it. I know what it is. My, my number one piece of advice for you would be to master sales and marketing the way that Bruce Lee mastered martial arts. And here you are after hanging out with you, you're at master level. Uh, you're literally at the top. You would be like the Will Smith of, of marketing. Seriously. Uh, my question is, how did you get to mastery level? And if somebody's starting you know, at the bottom or nobody knows who they are. They look at people like all of us and they, it feels so far away, man. How would yeah. you tell somebody, what would be the three keys to mastery in your opinion, man? Great question. And uh, I would tell you this, I was, I, I work out, I try to work out at least five days a week. And I was talking to my trainer today and he said, you know, I told him, I said, I've kind of figured out why I love lead generation so much. And I said, leads are what are to your business, what, a, what diet is to fitness. 
So, for example, you could work out every day, but if you go eat like crap, you're not gonna you, you're true. not gonna be very fit. And even if you are, you're gonna end up peeling over from a heart attack. I mean, there was a guy the other day. I don't know if you saw the big guy. He's in the hospital now. Did all the steroids? Looks crazy, but inside, it's not good, Whoa. right? So for me, if you don't have um, leads flowing into your business, I don't care how your sales funnel is. I don't care if you have the best message in the world. You're not going to be able to even get to the sales part. You know what I mean? So I think understanding that made sense. But to make a long story short, when I was in the real estate industry, um, I was 24 years old, Caleb, and I literally was running my own mortgage company. I had no idea what I was doing, man. It was crazy. I had people working for me. I didn't even know who they were. I mean, it just happened so fast. If you had a pulse, it seemed like you could have a business in real estate back then. This is back in like 2006, 2008. But anyways, I was spending 50 bucks a person per lead. Back then, I didn't understand lead generation. I would go to like a place where they you know, could buy the leads. And then they'd cold call these leads, which were terrible. They were selling them like 20 times over. And I was paying $50 for one lead. There would be at one point, we had 20 different loan officers. And each one of them had two to three um, leads at $50 a piece and I was buying them for them. So anyways, long story short, when that industry collapsed and I went online and when I got started online, the industry, my real estate industry collapsed. So I had no money and, and I didn't want to go work for anyone else. So I stumbled on a different business opportunities and I didn't want to go talk to friends and family like everybody else because they'd probably laugh me out of the room. So I'm like, I'm going to figure out a way to find other people that are looking for business opportunities online. And that's where I learned internet marketing. But mm. as I was searching, I started seeing people's ads showing up. And then, you know, I'm like, if people's ads are showing up when I'm searching, there's got to be people like me that are searching the same things. If I can learn how to do that, then I could basically make endless amounts of money. So long story short, I ended up paying this guy who, taught, who was in like this direct sales company, which is which a company basically was two grand to get started. I only had $5,000 up to my name. I bought it really not caring what the product was, but just to learn how he was placing these ads. And um, he taught me how to do it. And I realized that the $50 leads that I was buying in real estate was costing the guy a dollar to $3 for, to generate. Wow. And I was hooked because I had an experience of what I paid per lead every day for years. So for me, it was a no brainer. I knew at that point I could generate leads for mortgage brokers. I could generate leads for insurance salesmen, for business opportunities, for motivational speaker, for anyone that this was a skill, in my opinion, it's the most profitable skill in the world because you can use it to promote your own products and services, but people will pay you to do it for them as well. So it's like you get paid on both ends. And that's why for me, it was really important to commit to mastery. And mm. how do you commit to mastery? Just getting better. You know, most of my day, I'm inside a different ad platform setting up ads. And I can't tell you how many times I literally hit a refresh button and a new button will pop up or something new. I'm like, how are people out there building supposed to know that this even exists? And mm. at the same time, as frustrating as that is, I realize how much of an advantage me knowing that that is. So seeing those things when they happen, being able to test them first and just doing it. It's the same way as like, how did you get so good speaking on stage or making videos? Practice, right? If you, I actually found one of my first videos recently. It was terrible, right? But yeah, I, yeah. That, I did it, right? And you did it. So that's how you get to master. You just have to just commit to it and do it over and over and over again with repetition. Oh, I, I love it. I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I, I love it. And I'm laughing because, uh, you know, like Facebook has memories. I saw a video from like two years ago from me and I was filming and like 30 seconds in, I just blinked. And for like 30 <laughs> seconds, I didn't say anything. And I was super nervous. And then I came back in. So it's like really cool to see like where I was. Absolutely. Came. 
And, yeah. and that, that's so exciting, man. That's so exciting. I, think, I don't know who says it, but someone says, if, it's, if your first video is perfect, then you waited too long. Ooh. Someone said good. that. Cool. I like Grant, right. Grant Cardone says, frequency before greatness. He goes, yeah, dude, absolutely. just do it. He goes, don't Get worry out. about editing. And, you know, he goes, just do it, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah, I have right. one more question. Go ahead. Well, real quick. You guys can get two. You guys get two because it's two of you. So go ahead. I, I like that though. Which I, I, going back to what you said about mastery, I totally agree with that. Uh, what I've noticed with you is you have your expertise, the thing that you're trying to master, which is getting leads. By the way, I saw one of your uh, ads say like the rap song for leads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the, my favorite thing. I was like jamming to it. I love it. <laughs> but um, it's, I think what I've noticed about you is you're so hungry to understand how to get more leads like you have that hunger for it and that's what i've noticed and something i say a lot you heard me say this on stage probably is uh the person i wish to learn will always be fed the most results and i'm noticing like even just from seeing you from afar anytime you're talking leads continues to come up leads this leads this and that's why you're one of the the masters at leads and if you meet anybody they're so hungry for their subject for their thing that they're mastering so it's just cool to see like firsthand that shows me like you know, how awesome. you actually mastered it, how you got mastered it. Appreciate so, yeah. that. No, that's good stuff. And that's what I was just going to say too, Vince, is, uh, you know, you will find about people that have mastered, they, they literally did things no one else was willing to do. So for you, what's the behind the curtain? Like, what are things people would be surprised that you did on your path to where you are okay. to learn what you've learned? And what would, I don't what are the little things you did, bro? Well, I'll that tell you. you don't see any other any other people doing that you're sitting. It's kind of like kind of like a fitness instructor. Be like, dude, if you would just start, you know, eating more broccoli and more <laughs> sweet potatoes and clean food right. and more water, you know, you'd get more cut or whatever. So what's right. that for you? Well, I definitely so have I definitely have the mindset that I'm willing to do what I know the average person isn't willing to do. So, for example, I'll just give you a tip. Yeah. Like most people are going to go in and set up one ad and they're going to target who they think is their target audience. And they're going to let that ad run and they're going to determine, determine whether that ad was good or bad. You know, even going back to when I did Google AdWords, um, you know, I would, let's say I was targeting, let's say it was a, let's say there's people right now, right? They're searching business, business opportunity on Google, right? All these people selling different business opportunities are going to pop up. That's how the natural person is going to go try to average for a business opportunity. What I would do is I'd say, well, once they go to business opportunity, they're going to start seeing all these different business opportunities. Then they're going to go search for that specific company. Then they're going to narrow it down to four or five companies. And then that's a buyer because they know which company they want to join and they're ready to get started. Right. So instead of bidding on look, you know, how to start a business or business opportunity, I would go get a list of a thousand companies and I would create individual pages for each one. And I would bid on that specific keyword. So when the person was looking up that specific company, they'd find me and get information about that company. And I'd be the one to teach them how to get leads for that company. So mm -hmm. I wasn't willing to put up a thousand ads for each one versus one big ad getting everyone. Same mm -hmm. thing with Facebook ads. People go, I'm just going to make one ad. I will go and create an ad for every interest of every person yeah, you're thinking ahead. about and then target that audience. And I'm willing to go in and have a million ads with less money on each one and see which ones are converting and then scale. So that's just an example of how to like take yeah. it to that next level. Now, I hope you guys are watching the podcast. I hope you <laughs> wrote that down, y'all. Just dropped a little nugget. Don't worry, guys. I got you guys. I got you. Just call me. We make it happen. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It'd be like, it'd be like, you know, if we're giving you the, we're giving you the, the, the secrets. If you don't want them, my friend, you just got it. <laughs>
It's definitely there. So definitely, if you guys are watching live or the replay, replay, definitely comment and, and let us know if you're getting value. So I got a couple for you guys because we're already running out of time. All right. So I'll, you guys can just answer this, this one question and I'd like to get your take on it. All right. So moving forward. Okay. And, you know, one of the cool things, and by the way, um, I know you've got a, an awesome product, a community, and you've written like 60 books or something ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I got one little book back there that was like almost took the air out of me. So to do 60, kudos to you. How does that process work? Like, and you've written books, several books, Matt. Tell, talk to us about, I want to write a book. What are some of the steps that, that a person should take in that process? Yeah, absolutely, Vince. I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, well, Caleb and I created a checklist. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about keeping it simple. Way too many people get That's bogged down with the details. They overthink it. They overanalyze it. And I always tell people is literally start with your ideal reader in mind. Like, who do you want to write this book to? And literally start to feel what they're feeling. Feel their pain. Feel their their skepticism, their questions. What is their burning desire? What do they want more than anything? What are the obstacles and limiting beliefs they have? And literally writing to me when you're writing uh, those types of books where you're really trying to solve problems for people is speaking to that and uh, being you know, vulnerable and, and sharing your story. You know, like they say, uh, facts tell, stories sell. So for us, we literally, you know, we, you know, and everybody that's been in marketing knows this, but just as a quick reminder, we just draw a line and think of our ideal client over here and where they're at, their pain, their yeah. stock, you know, whatever. And they want to be over here on this side. And what are the exact steps that they must take to get there? And we identify those steps and then we think, okay, what is their, what are their questions? What are their obstacles? And then just give them the solutions and then Darren Hardy, we were having dinner with him. It was a cool experience. We said, what's your best advice for someone writing a book? And he said, my best advice would be to, um, you know, literally the, the highest priority of the back of the book is the last chapter. He said, if you don't know what the next step they must take and you don't tell them what that next step is, you've basically almost written that book in vain. So I would say get very clear about your last chapter. I mean, Caleb, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that was really good stuff. My dad dropped it. But I'll say, <laughs> just simplify it. That's, that's honestly what, it, like, you look at me, I'm 15. Most people, it takes them their entire life to write one book. But for, for me, I've already written seven books, and I write a book a month for Summa Success. So that number will continue to go. If you're watching three months from now, it'll be 10, you know. So that, that's just kind of how it works. But, like, if you look at this book, this is a book I wrote. It's called How to Make Money as a Kid. And it, you know, it's, it's obviously nothing huge. It's just nice and simple, like four dollars, seventy pages. But it takes like like one day to write. That's literally because we sit down and our process is, all right, what is where are they at? Like, what are they feeling? What's their beliefs? What's their issues? Where are they going? And then we just simply, literally, write out the steps. So like here, the chapters are uh, the opportunity, the wall, the money formula, how I made my first thousand dollars, my dad's last words. There's a little uh, cliffhanger right there because you're like, what? Uh, what to do with your money and then 21 ways to make more money as a kid. So like, those are just the secrets that we said, well, if they follow these, you know, these. Now, how do people get money. that book, by the way? How could we get that book? Summa success. Become a part of Summa. I don't, believe it or not, I've written seven books, but um, not a single one of them is available to the public. You have to join my movement, which is Summa success. Uh, once you become a part of the movement, then. And that's uh, summasuccess.com? Summasuccess.com. S-U-M-M-A success.com. Uh, and you become part of the movement. Movement. I do uh, 
daily video. I do a whole bunch of different stuff, but the monthly book is just one aspect. I actually saw oh, his We'll send you some copies personally. Oh, well, <laughs> I'd love them. I'd love them. But I actually want to tell everyone, I saw the back end of his system. If you have kids, you got to get them in there. So I don't know who's watching this. And even adults. I mean, is, is your content in there as well, Matt? Yeah, it is actually. Awesome. I, I, Caleb does a series. And at the end of the series, I teach the parents, hey, this is what Caleb just taught your kids. And this is how you as a parent uh, should reinforce these values and principles. Yeah, that's and awesome. then I write, a, I write a chapter at the end of every book to the parents. Like, so Caleb's next that's book cool. comes out is how to be a positive kid. Well, without the parents, if the parents aren't growing with the kids, then, you know, this is what creates, this is why a lot of kids get defeated because the parents stop growing. So it's a movement for kids and their parents that are success minded and personal growth minded. And then also one more thing, Vince, about writing a book that I would tell everybody is look, set blocks of time to write and do not think, just write. Let the editor fix the grammar and you can always reword it later. But the key is to, this is why we're able to write books fast is because we set blocks of time and that's what we do. We just write. We don't think, we don't backspace. We don't, you know. Yeah, we can literally write a book in a day. We've done it before. Two days, two to three days usually how long it takes, but up and down a day. I know, I wrote mine in a week. I actually talked about how I did it. Yeah, in the book. Right. A Vince, I gotta ask you a quick question how much time we have. Uh, okay. For every entrepreneur that's watching right now, because this is the number one question we get, and I'm sure you do as well. Speaking of books, um, if you could only suggest three books, that's it, three books. And I know internet traffic leads would be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, wait. I, well, I think it's a good book, but go ahead. What would be the three books that every entrepreneur must read or their business will fail? Okay, well, obviously, I'm going to tilt towards entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. Because some people will pick a different book that doesn't really have to do with entrepreneurship. And right. you should read that. But my favorite book is a book called The Richest Man Who Ever Lived. It's mm. like Stephen K. Scott. I have it up there. It's actually a biblical book. Yeah. Based on like King Solomon and all the stuff. You can just check yeah. it out. It's a really easy read. Um, I think for someone really looking to understand internet marketing as a whole in simple terms, any of Russell's books are good books to start. Yeah. Um, whether it's dot-com secrets or um, you know, obviously expert secrets, those are good books for like beginners in the internet marketing. So again, these are my top books for moving into internet marketing. And then I would say the last book would be, um, I, I like personally 80-20 by Perry Marshall. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see if I find it up here. Um, I have so many books. I know where that one is. But 80-20 is a is a good book i love that book yeah. and basically this has been my secret most of your revenue is going to come from like 20 percent of your customers like most but most people focus on the people that really aren't going to do anything so it really teaches you how to like really channel the people that are paying attention to you so for me my biggest thing is i really focus on the people that are listening so my customers um, the people that are my leads, people that come to my events, like I channel all of my energy toward the, towards the people that are paying attention. And what happens is it spills over. They become your biggest supporters. Where a lot of people yeah. fail is they're so worried about the people that aren't even listening. And it, it makes it really hard to have that strong, like unbreakable bond with, you, with your people. So that's why I like that book. And it keeps me focused. 
So those would be my three books. I and obviously, I think my book, if it's traffic, I really do. I mean, I'm not just saying it because I wrote it. I think you should give it a, hey. give it a read and check yeah, it out. So, if someone says, what's the best book for kids? I might tell them anything other than Right. Mine, Absolutely. Cool. You got uh, to. Vince, go ahead. The Richest Man Who Ever Lived, you said, dot-com secrets and expert secrets, and then the 80-20 rule. 80-20 rule. Yep. Uh, Vince, real quick, I don't know how much time we got, but real quick because this is huge too. What is the secret to focus? Because you've mastered focus as well, in my opinion, just from our conversations. And hearing you speak, which anybody watching that's considering Vince Reed speak, he's a must-have speaker at your event. Uh, powerful. I love how you simplified <laughs> it, but it was also inspirational, but it was very practical. You gave good content. What's the secret to the to focus, man? Yeah. You know, everyone's different, right? Like, I'll be honest. Like, I was, I was a um, college athlete. I played football, and I didn't make it to the next level. And I know why I didn't make it to the next level. The lie I used to tell myself was I got injured. But in reality, I can remember way back in eighth grade, not working hard, not mm. running as hard as I could and win sprints. College, in high school, my coach said, you got to pick it up. I got by on pure talent. And I, had, I was gifted. And then and it caught me in college. It came back to bite me in the butt. I know that. I'm aware of that. And I just never wanted that same excuse to be the same thing in business. So for mm. me, I also realize that most people can't focus. Most people have a hard yeah. time doing anything for one week, let alone for a lifetime. That's, mm. So I know consistency works. Like I know that if you're just out consistent, your competitor, even if you're doing it wrong, you'll stumble onto the way to do it right just by, by accident. You know what I mean? So for me, I just know it works. And I almost feel bad for people that just go, oh, I tried that for a week and it didn't work. It's yeah. like, if that were true, then you wouldn't believe me anyways, because I'd be telling you something would work in a week and you'd say that's too good to be true. So I tell you to be consistent for a year. You don't believe that. You don't want to do it. So you really don't want success. Right. That's good. So, you know, I just know it works and it just, I, I just, you know, it's like, you know, it works. I know what's going to happen when I'm consistent, when I have focus. And uh, sometimes I have to channel it back and just say, okay, I'm doing too many things. Focus on this. I think we all go yeah. there. But I'm aware of it. And that's the biggest thing, just being aware of that. Yeah. So let me do this. I want to recap. I got pages of notes. You guys tell me how good my note-taking skills are. So uh, first here. question was for Matt. And, um, you know, what I didn't know, you said, you know, um, Caleb um, went through a divorce. I did well. I did as well when I was young. Um, and, you know, what he did was you basically instilled in him to, you got better yourself. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's like, you should do this, you should do that. And the parents out doing something crazy. And the kid's like, well, you did that. And I thought yeah, that was yeah. really, really, really important. You got better yourself. Then you shared it with your kid and you incentivized them to do it. Made them watch every Tony Robbins video or book under the sun. And then you taught him the power of giving. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and then you said you really keep your house fun, which keeps the kid around. And then in terms of Caleb, um, he said he wasn't receptive to everything right away, but as it went on, he got more and more receptive. He thought that the rewards, he wanted to make money. And if watching Tony Robbins was going to get you paid, you did it, right? And then it, it spilled yeah. over. You started to basically take those things. Um, you define entrepreneurship as basically you have a product and you sell it. I thought that was great. Um, let's see. Um, when you don't know what to do, just do something. I think that's important. So many people, like even yeah. in, I have a group of people and these are adults and they get stuck and they're like, well, they won't do anything. I was waiting for you to answer my question in the group. It's like, just go do it. And then exactly. show me something. And then maybe I could look at it. Don't just not do anything. So that, that was huge. Uh, yeah. Let's see. One piece of advice you, you said, Matt, was to master sales and marketing. I 100% agree with that. 
Um, you talked about hunger and the people that are the hungriest are the ones that are going to get fed. I believe, I mean, it was so many bombs you guys dropped. Uh, let's see, keep it simple. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then we talked about writing a book. You said, number one, figure out who is the book speaking to, right? Really become that person and then be open and vulnerable inside the book. Like really share from the heart. And then the last chapter needs to give them the next step, right? If there's no next step, then it's really, really wasting your time with the book. Exactly. Figuring yeah. out who they are, where they're going. They want to get your books. It's summasuccess.com, S-U-M-M-A, success.com, and set blocks to write your book. Did I, how'd I do? Did hey, you held it. You're like a professional. Dude, I wish I would have taken, if I would have taken notes like this in school, I would have been a better student. <laughs> I feel you. I'll tell you, Caleb, when I was in college, um, I, when I realized I wasn't going to play sports, I got serious. And then I don't know if you guys can see, I got, I was an academic All-American in, in college, but I was a terrible high school student. But nice. I got serious in college. But anyways, hey, man, I appreciate, cool. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. Definitely comment. Let me know if you got value. Any parting words? Where can everyone connect with you guys? Get your books. Watch you speak. What's going on? Yeah, here's what I'll say real quick. My final words to everyone watching this. First of all, thank you guys so much for your time. Guys, first of all, also, keep following Vince Reed. Like, this guy is an absolute beast. If you're a Maddox addict, you came over <laughs> here from me. That you have to follow this dude. He's dropping so much value and a great guy to connect with. But I'll say this: the information. I know you're gonna feel like, well, didn't didn't we didn't we just waste your time? Then it's probably gonna be going through my. This interview is never gonna do anything for you. Information never leads to transformation, but it's information plus application that leads to transformation. So if you take what we said in this interview, then it could be one of the most valuable things you've ever spent your time on. If you do nothing with it, it's it's better off you didn't even watch it. So put in the application, do, and you may know some of the stuff that we said. It may not, it may be your first time, but don't be a know-it-all, be a do-it-all. You know, you may be like, oh, I know writing a book. Sit down and do it. Like so many people talk about it, just do it. And uh, where you can follow us, we're at Caleb Maddox on everything on social media and at Matt Maddox on everything on social media. And uh, ask you guys, if you guys have a kid or if you're a parent or if you are a kid, then go to sumasuccess.com, check out what we have there. We're building a movement and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, my parting words would be, guys, you only have one priority in life. That's it, one. And that's to be 100% committed to your physical, spiritual, financial, and relational. Your relationships, your spiritual life, your financial life, and your physical body. If you're 100% committed to that, trust me, you're going to have freedom, you're going to have peace, you're going to have a lot of happiness. And you're going to have a lot of energy, my friends. We love you guys. Awesome. You. Well, I want to let you guys know you survived the battle zone. You made it. A little scuffed up, but, you know, that's not going to stop us. Continue to do the good work, that. guys. We, I definitely had a good time. And uh, for those of you that are watching, be sure to comment, share it with your friends. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Hey, thank Later. you, man. I mean, how many people get to hang out with Vince Reed for 30 minutes? It's like a free coaching <laughs> call, baby. Right. Come on. Cool stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Take Love care. Love you guys. Have a great day, buddy. Hey, what's going on? Vince Reed here. I know you got a ton of value from the content that I just shared with you, but I want to let you know that I have an additional bonus for you. How would you like to learn how to generate 2,100 quality leads for your business in less than 90 days and four lead generation and marketing strategies that you can use to actually get them? If so, go ahead and click on the link in the description of this video or visit ventreed.com forward slash win. I'll see you there.